Welcome to Truth Talks, brought to you by South African author, pastor and theologian, Dr. Christopher Pepler. In this Truth Talk, Dr. Pepler addresses the issues of politics and the Christian. Dr. Pepler, it's often said that sex and politics should be taboo topics in the church. So do you think that politics should be off-limits for preachers? Well, first we need to define the word politics. I understand politics as the activities associated with the governance of a country or province. So if that's how we understand politics, then of course all Christians should be interested and concerned with how their country is governed. In Romans 13, Paul in fact instructs believers to submit to governing authorities. And again in 1 Timothy 2, he urges us to pray for everyone in authority and then says that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So on this basis, Christians should engage with politics. Of course, the extent of this engagement will range from simply being good citizens all the way through to being career politicians. However, Christian leaders and preachers are not primarily politicians, and they rather have the responsibility of helping their people to determine, firstly, what constitutes good governance, and secondly, what they, as individuals, should play, what role they should play in the social life and the political life of their nation. In addition to this, preachers and teachers in the church also need to teach our people how we are to react and respond to ungodly government. For example, we need to set a good example in how we conduct our business and our affairs and our politics. Then there's the issue of our right to public objection and how we should actually do that. Perhaps we need to actually boycott, if necessary. And as a final resort, we might have to transparently perform some act of civil disobedience. And by transparent, I mean by saying up front exactly why and what we're going to be doing. That, of course, is a last resort. However, when it comes to preaching, there does seem to be a line that the church should not cross. And that line is between national and provincial politics and party politics. But why is party politics a problem? Well, just as the pulpit should never be the forum for selling things or promoting secular interests, just so the pulpit should not be used for peddling a particular political persuasion. Now, here in South Africa, we're about to hold provincial elections, and I, like all responsible citizens, will be casting my vote. I have a decided personal preference for one political party, and I feel totally at liberty in sharing my views on a one-on-one basis with friends and family. However, I would surely be abusing my privilege and mandate as a preacher if in a sermon I try to persuade the congregation to vote for the party of my choice. No, rather my role within the church should be to set out values and principles that should govern how a Christian should vote. What are these values and how would Christians apply them regarding politics? Well, firstly, we as Christians have a duty to cast our votes. Abstaining from voting is in all circumstances almost, just a way of shirking the responsibilities of being good citizens. And we as Jesus followers should be exemplary citizens. Secondly, we need to evaluate the political parties competing for our votes 
and decide which of them is worth supporting. In fact, which one of them is worth supporting. So now when there is more than one party that has a decided chance of winning, then we should vote for the party that best embraces core biblical governmental values and has sincere believers in its executive. What I mean by core biblical governmental values are such things as integrity, honesty, work ethic, economic common sense, freedom of religion and expression, accountability to law and the constitution, lack of corruption, lack of racial or minority group prejudice, and so on. As Christians, we all have views on other societal things like gay marriage, abortion, capital punishment, and things of this nature, but I do not see these as core governmental values. Of course, if you do, then you will need to add them to your set of criteria against which to evaluate each political party. Now, when there is little or no chance of any party other than the majority or ruling party winning the elections, and that particular party fails to meet core Christian values, then we need to give serious consideration to voting for a strong opposition party. The proviso, of course, is that the opposition party needs to meet the same criteria established for your evaluations. But if there is a Christian political party in the running, shouldn't we always vote for it? Well, you know, before the last national elections in South Africa, a prominent Christian magazine read an editorial that basically stated that if a Christian did not vote for the local Christian party, then they weren't really Christians at all. Well, of course, I do not support that in any way. See, the criteria for being a Christian is not what political party we vote for, but our spiritual condition and our devotion to Jesus. You can be a real Christian in any party, that is, other than one which denies Jesus. But if there is an ostensible Christian party in the running, then of course they should be worthy of support, provided that they firstly have shown themselves to be true to what they say they believe, and secondly, that they have shown that they are serious contenders to either win the election or to be the viable opposition party. Problem is that such parties are usually just too small and poorly resourced to be regarded as serious and viable contenders. By the way, I don't believe that a political party can any more be Christian than a business can be Christian. It can have a biblical manifesto and it can be led by Christians in good standing with their churches, but that's about as far as it goes. Having the word Christian in its name does not guarantee either now or in the future that its leaders will govern in a good and godly fashion. So briefly summarize what you've said. Okay, to sum up, it's my opinion that politics in, in a general sense is indeed something which we as Christians should engage. Party politics, on the other hand, are outside of the church's mandate, yet should be of concern to all Christians and part of our responsibility as citizens. We all need to cast our votes and we need to do it in a way that will best yield godly governance in our province and in our nation. 